0: Here's an interesting thing. Mm. So, people are commenting on the coasters.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. They, they love like
0: the coffee table. They love it.
1: it that is an awesome They're coffee very
0: table.
2: upset that there were no coasters. Oh, the okay. We weren't using coasters. So, is that why
1: we have coasters now?
2: Um, well, Tim Hale says maybe there is no table and that is just a really big coaster.
1: He's doing jokes. I like that
0: joke. That's funny. That good. is, that is that's a, kind of what a coffee table. Is.
2: Savages. Mm. idiot savages who said that uh dez oh Des. smash adam says where are the coasters what the fuck right wow. zg says they keep the humidity at zero percent so they don't have to worry about condensation
0: nice nice also it's lips are so dry <laughs> 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 all, right, all right, right okay all right yeah right, yeah,
2: yeah. we did we
1: did sort of talk about my dry lips on the last one i do have-
2: JoJo Star wants to know do we do you even respect wood yeah do i respect wood <laughs>
1: Joe, yeah, that's uh, Are you? That's one Joe, of the most you've of up can say, Yeah, socket. that's. Like, are you serious? Like, are you here? We like go. Here we serious go.
0: Serious right now.
2: Megan's working.
0: Yeah, Megan's working. And now it's just the bros. And you almost weren't here. Yes, but you, here you are.
2: Here we I am. Almost, I'm, I'm literally in wardrobe of of Mythic Quest. I'm so gonna, gonna go, go right oh, from here? Like straight a, there. On the scene. Yeah. Okay. Exciting.
1: So your guy dresses. Not dissimilarly to the way you dress.
2: Well, the sneakers I I basically call them your guys. The,
1: these are. Um, <laughs>
2: yeah. I got of a it's sort of like a cult leader look.
1: Oh, uh, that is yeah, a very cult yeah. leader
0: look. Uh, cult leader would probably have their own type of sneaker. Yeah, right. Like, no, no, Well, no, no there was, was the Heaven's, heaven's Gate. Moon. Yeah, the Heaven's Gate. Heaven's yeah.
1: Gate guys. They they all they wore these, Nike I think high like, tops, didn't yeah, they? It was like they, similar to these. Yeah, that was part of getting into the through the gate. I guess, you know, when when they were all lifted to heaven, you know, yeah. if somebody caught you with a pair of Adidas on, they'd be like, mm. No. Nope. <laughs> you nope. know, and we and you know what the funny thing is, we act like that's ridiculous. As if all the other funny hats and weird shit that people wear for other religions yeah. that have been around for thousands of years Yeah, are at least they have shoes. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly.
0: <laughs> like there's yeah. that like hard, their God, hard them... dress shoe of a lot of religions where it's like, make sure you wear a hard dress shoe and a very thin sock. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, yeah right, thin sock? Right. What's with the thin sock? What's with the thin sock, man? People are going to freeze to death.
1: Mm-hmm. Sometime... Gonna, their,
0: their toes are going to fall off.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: A lot of for co- God. A lot of cold countries here where they're... Demanding the thin sock. Mm-hmm.
1: Thin sock and a thin or, shoe. Or
0: just cover yourself in fabric. Just be draped in fabrics and fabrics and fabrics. Why did God want you so fabric covered? He definitely want you bedazzled. With oh, lots he loves of jewels. That. Yeah, 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 yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Certainly on your, your hats, ones, the on liters, leaders. On your, on your hands, the
0: leaders, well, the leaders. Some, the leaders, God, the leaders, some the leaders. gods <laughs> want you covered in jewels and some gods want you in no jewels and just
1: sort of drab. Meek
0: robes and yeah well the followers
1: yes yeah yeah yeah. can somebody explain i I don't really understand this bible verse and you 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 did you went to a a school where yeah yeah you guys studied a lot and i i went to church a lot but i didn't actually study it in school um the meek shall inherit the earth yeah that's i would have thought that it would have been the rich shall inherit the earth the meek are going to do great in the afterlife Mm because I thought that was the whole thing. It I think it's like,
2: also a part of the promise when the meek when the meek were like wait a second we got the numbers and then the, yeah. the 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 strong were like well no the people in power were like no you have the heaven and then and then they were like okay that's good and that worked for a while and then yeah. the meek were like but can we have it here too? And they're like, fuck, all right, let's just promise it to them.
0: Yeah, yeah. Right, let's tell I, it's them a great that way they... to stay rich is to tell a poor person that to, the best thing you can be is
1: poor. Meek. Yeah. 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 Stay but meek. And, and, you, and you, you will know. eventually yes. yeah. inherit the earth. Is Not that the idea? Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Not today. I, Down, we're the line. On it. Down, Down the line. Down the line. Maybe Tomorrow. after
0: you're dead. Um, maybe well, generations from now.
1: Yes, your meek uh, grandchildren.
0: Um, We'll, but the uh, problem is inheriting the earth, that's like, that's some serious wealth. And then you're no longer meek. So it's a, it's, it also a lot of responsibility. Yeah. yeah. Like, how does that work? How out? does, that, how does, that, does work? that shake out? Once you've inherited the earth, you're, you're no like, longer fuck, meek. fuck, man. I used no. to be meek, but I have the whole earth now.
2: Yeah. And now I can't go to heaven. And you know, it's I, tough to stay meek. And now I can't go to heaven. So I'm, I got it. I should just give Bro, it back. Bro, are you still
0: meek? Oh, man, he's sold out. He ain't meek anymore. He sold out. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the earth and
1: shit. Yeah.
2: That's how I feel. We, we were meek before Megan made us do the ads
1: and now we're now we've, we're inherited, strong. The we've inherited the now earth now we have inherited the earth um another very manipulative one where the rich people are like hey listen i know it looks like i've got everything going for me and and i do but it's going to be really hard for me to get into heaven
2: yeah you know so <laughs>
1: yeah. once i die that's where this whole thing falls apart for me and everything is you know great, great, for, you. great for you so, so my you, advice you, you, to you you stay there my advice to you would be stay under my shoe yeah you know what i mean <laughs> Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: yeah. Basically, just figured right? out. Religion. I like
1: that you. What's hard to figure out which parts
2: um, metaphor and which parts literal, and that's the fun of the Bible is that like it yeah, was yeah. all when it was written, it was all literal, and then oh slowly over time, slowly <laughs> yeah. over time, we're like yeah, yeah, yeah. that part's yeah, yeah,
1: metaphor. Clearly,
0: clearly. You know? Where where's the Bible land on ghosts? I was th- I was having a conversation about ghosts the other day.
1: Well, the ultimate ghost, right, is, is I mean, Probably he's the part the of Holy the Trinity. Holy Trinity. Sure. This is, so, they straight
0: up call the man they, a ghost. They, they used <laughs> to call it the, whole, yes. the Holy Ghost. I got to think about ghosts. So, oh, you know, a lot, okay. of, a lot of people believe in ghosts and that's fine, but like. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine, you know, like it's, we, to each their own. But they only believe in like human ghosts, right? People aren't like, man, I saw the ghost of a worm the other day and it freaked <laughs> me out.
1: You know what I mean? Don't like, hear a lot of that. The yeah. ghost of a worm. Now, is your point. Uh, why is it that only humans have ghosts and why is there I not there the ghost a of a worm? There's a kind or...
0: of arrogance there, I think, uh, and maybe kind of blows the whole theory up that like there are only only human souls can be trapped and walking around. Maybe people are like, oh, I saw the ghost of my cat, yeah, like maybe. But like at what point did they stop? It's like, I killed a fly and... And then an hour later, I saw the ghost of that fly, <laughs> and yeah. it came back to be like, I wasn't ready to die. A tragedy happened. You know, like.
1: There's a great you never idea get in this, that. and I love it. You, you never get that. Yeah, yeah. This this seems like a good. uh say this for, the, Pixar ra- for film. the writer's
2: room. I don't know. This, we could put it sunny. You're
1: oh, thinking okay. I right. I'm right. hey, okay. This
0: could segue into some fun fun thing i came yeah. in i saw a ghost i who saw was a ghost great grandfather then we, who, who was yeah who was it huh it was jerry the tapeworm yeah he's back <laughs> well he's not he's not in me he wants in he wants him he wants him, <laughs> he wants yeah. him but he's he's yeah, upset he's, <laughs> uh,
1: and you know he's i guess he's in purgatory you know we yeah
0: uh, yeah he can't pass to the other side until i make peace <laughs> with this tapeworm <laughs> yes <laughs> Yeah, yes, yeah. That, that's a that's that is that's a like. good jumping off. Point. Okay, all right. All and then right. you get the whole like paranormal people, which are fascinating. And yes, trying to right. get
1: like you get a little inside peek in their world. Well, it's and- also great to call them in and then reveal to them once they're there with all their equipment that it's a that it's a tapeworm they're looking for. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're like, wait, what? Yeah, and then they they have to explain that it's only and then humans. they find
0: it and then they have to confess like, look, this whole thing was kind of a fraud. But uh, now I'm not so sure because yeah. I. I I saw Jerry.
1: I'll be honest with you. The only ghost I've ever actually seen is, was this tapeworm that you spoke of. <laughs> yeah. They have to admit it, yeah.
2: I've guys, I've heard segueing a little bit. I've heard from a number of people out on the street or even people at work at this other show that I do um, or on the weekends. I was in Disneyland this past others. weekend. Uh, I do another show, yeah, on Apple called Mythic Quest. Oh, oh, shit. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. How was going Disneyland? Three. Congratulations, man. Disneyland was a good about. time? Uh, Disneyland was amazing. You went to Disneyland? I went to Disneyland. Okay. Yes, mm-hmm. with some with some friends, and it was amazing. And there were so many people there. Obviously, it was Disneyland. And I heard over and over and over again, loving the podcast. Mm. Good. Loving the podcast. Good. Okay. And I always ask people what it is that they love like about it just because I'm interested yeah. in it. Uh-huh. And yeah. 90% of the people say that they listen to it on the way to work.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, hear,
2: I hear more listeners than uh, than I hear creeps, but I know you're out there because we see the numbers. You're watching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, people listen to us on their way to work and they on their way home from work. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it feels like they're hanging out with their friends.
1: Hanging out with their buds. Yeah. And I like that because that's I good. feel
2: like I'm hanging out with my friends. Well, we I? are. I have more fun on the podcast having conversations like this because I feel like I'm talking to my friends as opposed to talking about the episodes themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, I, know but, I recognize the yeah. fans do like yeah, th- that we're and it is about. interesting.
0: Yeah. And uh, boy, this this one uh, is a heck of an episode. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, and, and uh, how do we talk
2: about it? how do we? Yeah, well, well we can uh, I, we can say this again. Making sure that this podcast does not become the uh, uh, an apology tour because that's just going to get boring and there's no need for that either. But we have recognized that at the at the time we truly felt um, that that was that that was a word that was used commonly and that made sense.
1: Well, well, but it was also a word that was abused by people who you know are awful people and yes. our characters are awful awful people yes but this was, was one of the word. episodes yes. where
2: it totally. it deviated from the characters to the way that we were using it so casually mm. it, to me made it feel like the filmmakers us at the time yeah. were not conscious of what we were saying and how pain- painful that could be for people because is it is correct. a derogatory term that is but correct. we didn't know that at the time
0: well i mean that is correct it was much more commonly used at the time. Let's yes. face it, you oh, know. Yeah. And then I think over the what has it been a decade more? Way longer. Yeah, since that <laughs> since we did since we did that, yeah. it's become fifteen years. Fifteen years, dude. 15 yeah, years, it's bro. become. You know, we've as society said, That's, let's let's get rid of this term. <laughs> yeah, let's not do uh, that anymore. But by the way, if you recall, we weren't even going to have person in the title. We were gonna yes. say sweet d Yeah Steve yeah. and R-word. Yeah, yes. it was almost like, yeah. And, there was... But then what we what we
2: realized was th- at the time that was the derogatory and we did use it. And and the character did use it in the right. episode once, uh, which was the abbreviated version of it. But when but we- But to title but we it thought, that,
1: is different because that's the yes. filmmakers titling something, right? Right. But yeah. then,
2: but what we thought at the time was that the full word was something that was acceptable even in the community. R- right, As right. being, And it that wasn't until later where we realized that that was not the case. And I think culturally we it was accepted as well. So it is what it is.
0: And, but ultimately yeah. the par- the characters get their comeuppance for totally. using the word so yeah. liberally and and asking a uh, little Kev... Mm-hmm. And then he eviscerates them. Yeah, yeah. Um, well,
2: and yes, and that's why continually when we're asked, "Hey, how do you get away with this or whatever?" the we recognize that our audience can watch something and recognize that it's of a time and place, and that they know where we stood at the time and where we stand now, and that's how we get
1: away with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We say it a lot in the episode. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Each and, time, and- I- yep. Me too. Just, cringe. just cringe a little bit, right? Like just. You feel it go up and your yet, spine. Yeah, there's so
2: much great stuff in the episode. <clears throat> yeah, it's super funny. Yeah. I mean, that's really the scene funny.
1: Between <laughs> it's really funny. I mean, Kyle, dude.
0: Kyle's amazing.
1: It's amazing. Can
0: yeah. you imagine anyone else playing that part? No. I mean, Kyle completely nails that role. Yeah. yeah. He was like a skateboarder and he, he, had something with his eye. He was blind in one eye, right? Like he'd had an accident.
1: Oh, something. Yeah, I don't remember what it was that happened, but yeah.
0: And he just dove into that character and nails it. Walks that fine line of you can't tell if he's
1: yeah, if, if uh, there's little, something going on there. Something or going not. on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, it, that, it, the whole episode
2: was born out of us always n- never wanting to make fun of people with uh developmental disabilities, but it was to make fun of. Uh, rappers who had that affected, yeah, especially yeah, yeah. white the rappers that had that affectation. We were, yeah. and we had heard a few. And I love Eminem. It wasn't really Eminem. It was a couple of like low grade M&Ms that were coming out around the time, and you couldn't understand what the what the fuck they were talking about right. in interviews and things like that. And we were like, oh, they sound. You it know, does fill make- in the <laughs> word.
1: <laughs> and so let's yeah. go. Let's have a go at them. Yeah. What if What if there was someone like that, and we weren't sure? Yeah.
0: You yeah, know. I mean it's one of those premises that <laughs> and
2: Dee's gold, gold digging, clearly gold digging through the whole through yeah. the whole episode. Yeah,
1: which is I a lot of fun. I also do love like that that I say that he really is, you know, I don't want to use the word, but that he really is, you know. And then later I'm like, okay, fine, he what? He's not. He's not. And she's like, why would you do that? And then she leaves, and I'm like, and and you guys are like. So he wasn't. So he's not. And then and you I'm say, like, Oh no, he, no is. he is. Yeah, yeah. No, he, he definitely is. He definitely. <laughs> is. Oh no, he definitely is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's fine. that's funny. That was a good job. What are you gonna do? That's a good job. It's funny,
0: but, it's but super it, fucking funny. And yeah. I think it's okay. Like, if we had to do it now, you know, we the characters would dance around the usage of the word, and it would be just as funny. Yeah. And you know, so those are the adjustments we you you just, make. But like, the characters would would be like not wanting to say the R word, but that was the intent and you can make a joke out of that.
1: But Yeah, Yeah. or we would have, you know, a character amongst the group who was like, "Mm, that's not, please don't use that word. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. there would be an opposing view, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I think you can still like, you know, we have to still be able to tackle these kinds of subjects and and, and everything. But, uh, you know, again, I think we're a little bit more conscious of making sure that it's clear that we, the filmmakers, are not like biased. But... What's also
0: interesting, what's so damn funny is the other storyline, <laughs> you know, with everything from starting a band to the spandex to the Dayman song. Like, and do you remember when we cut it together where like, we were like, well, we dropped the ball on this we, one and just, it. it doesn't, why do we feel that way? Well,
2: I can't remember is, why we felt that way. As opposed to the one we just watched uh, two ago, The Gang Sells Out, uh, which I feel like totally holds up. I feel like this one, hey, even just narratively is so silly. Whereas The Gang yeah. Sells Out is silly in the way that Sunny is, but you understand everything and why it's happening and it all makes sense. This is clearly us in the writer's room being like, you know what? Let's just justify them getting into a band. It makes no sense at all that we, that my motivation, for example, Max motivation, for example, is we don't need to learn how to play instruments at all. Let's just get up here and look cool and get a crowd in right. here. And like, I kind of buy that. But it's also just bullshit.
0: Oh, I don't know that that didn't that didn't hit my bullshit meter. You know how like some things yeah, do, yeah, it, some sure. things don't. I, I'm like that sort of fell within the arrogance of the characters for me, where I'm like, oh, they're just cocky enough and dumb enough to think that they can do it. Like I think a lot of people see any kind of per, like whether it's acting or music or you know juggling, stand up, whatever the heck, and think, yeah, I could do that if I just tried. And it's like. Yeah, but you have to try for 30 years, yeah, you know, because, yeah, yeah. like, you're you're going up, And so I think, to me, it falls within the way these characters might think, which is to be like, yeah, I can make a band. Like, how good do you have to be?
2: That scene where Charlie has got the um, blanket over his head and he's clearly been <laughs> huffing uh, paint the entire— and you come over to his house— i remember that shooting that scene it was the first first scene scene. we
0: shot of season three that's correct i I
2: remember it so vividly and i remember me laughing hysterically i remember nobody else laughing which is all like in the crew which is always a great sign because for whatever reason i I don't know why sometimes there are things that are very specific to what we're trying to do and and out of context a lot of the crew doesn't read the scripts so out of context it's just a what is happening you have no idea what's happening and it was so funny to me at the time
0: yeah I remember, you know, so Rob Rosell and Scott Martyr wrote that episode and they came up with those lyrics for the song. Yeah. And it was Day Man, Fighter of the Night Man, Champion of the Sun, Master of Karate and Friendship for Everyone. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, that's so fucking funny and random. Yeah. And we had a little Casio keyboard in mm-hmm. the office yeah. that, you know, you could put on the setting that it fills in the chords, you know? So I just like, like press that one key was like you know, and which is amazing. And then Dennis just I like that. Yeah, yeah. And then I just started singing the melody and you started singing the ahs, and that
1: there was well, that is exactly what happened. Like we were like, let's 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 see what we fit can figure out or whatever. And you were like tinkering with the keyboard. Yeah. And then you just started kind of singing the thing and then i did the ah, ah ahs. and i also isn't specific- that from the queen song well yeah so or flash, gordon, was the flash thing. gordon it was yeah flash. I, at the time oh. um i was so my buddy sam Whitwer, who's a musician um wanted to do some live performances from an album that he his self-published album that he'd put out and um <laughs> you know so me and some other people were like, we put like a band together, and we were just t- like, we I don't know, we only did like maybe eight shows or something. We were called the Crash Tones, and wh- the thing that we opened every show with was the Flash Gordon theme song, the Queen- Queen's Flash Gordon theme song from the 1980 Flash Gordon, and um, it was like inspired by that for sure. Like it felt, it felt like Dayman was like you know like a superhero so it, it kind of felt like it, it tracked in that or like it i don't know it made sense to it me it's funny time.
0: how music can be like something's working something clicks right away and grabs you and is catchy and then you find one other little element to add to it like the oz and it puts it over the top and it makes the whole thing work mm-hmm. like uh you see the documentary on the back backup singers like yeah the, the woman who for the rolling stones yeah um they like like 10, call ten her up, feet
2: from stardom or something
0: like that yeah and they call her up yeah. at like four in the morning and mm-hmm. and they're like it's mm-hmm. like can you come in can you sing these lines and she's like oh okay rape murder
1: it's yeah. just
0: a shadow. and you're like well there's that song yeah you know yeah, like
2: yeah. it just yeah and then in fact it, it, in that song her voice cracks at one point yeah. and she thought well there's no way they're gonna use that like let me do it let me do it again where i I do it right. And Phil Spector was like, nope, that's the one that goes in. It's amazing. Yeah. Just recorded that, 20 minutes. Or
0: something, yeah, the creative process is a crazy, mysterious, elusive thing. Well,
2: we've got to do another ad because Megan has to pay her rent. Mm-hmm. She has sent instructions that we must do this. So yes, okay. if you don't like okay. it, blame Megan. No, okay. let's
1: do it. I'm not going to have Here a problem with that. Uh, Guys, we'd like you to know that this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Yeah, BetterHelp is pretty fantastic. If you have not heard of it, it is a
0: secure online therapy service that offers video, phone, and live chat sessions with a licensed professional therapist. Life is fucking hard, Yeah, yeah, life is hard. I'm I'm
2: very happy that we're sponsored um, by BetterHelp uh, Online because mental health is a, a very important part of the 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 worldwide discussion
0: I agree mm-hmm. I think uh, therapy is uh, essential for people like you go to the gym you work on your muscles you uh, go to the dentist you fix your teeth and uh, sometimes you need to help your brain too and there's no shame in that game you know
2: no, no way no I feel like t- like just being here and being able to talk to you guys is a form of therapy for me um, and so I I would like to implore people out there if you're struggling with grief relationships stress, yeah, uh, anxiety. I'm seeing a lot of anxiety. And in listen, the world. I
0: understand sometimes it sucks to go sit in a waiting room. That's an uncomfortable mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. Waiting for someone else before you finish, and then they come out. Then you're there. They see you. It's a whole. You know, it's an awkward thing. Yeah,
1: no, but you don't have to do that here because BetterHelp uh, assesses your needs and pairs you with a therapist in less than 48 hours. It's really hard to find a therapist that quickly, guys. And then if a- you don't
2: vibe with that therapist, you can switch for free. Mm-hmm. That's huge.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, it's also more affordable than tra- traditional online therapy. That's a big perk, you know, because therapy ain't cheap. And guys, always, Sunny Podcast listeners get
2: 10% off their first month of online therapy at betterhelp.com slash sunny.
0: That's better H E L P dot com slash Sunny
1: again, right? H E L P. Yeah. So if you guys yes. don't know how to spell help, then you've got other problems.
2: Well, if uh, for the creeps that are watching, they can see it right there because we're going to put it on the screen. Okay. Right are we? There. I don't, yeah, yeah. We're going to put a we, on there.
1: No. Yeah. We're going to put a there. All right. right. Well, go okay. there, check it Let's out, see. and uh, you know, tell them we sent you. Hey guys, you know what? I don't get asked enough. No, Fine. no. What's that? Whether or not I shave my balls. Really? Yeah.
0: Not, not getting no, that question very often. No, no one ever no. asks you that, like in an interview or anything. No,
1: no. Like at a, dinner, at and I'm dinner. always like, when is somebody going to ask me about my my balls and whether I shave them or not? And it's always like, oh, is Dennis a psychopath? You know, yeah. it, 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 what's the waitress's name? Right,
0: yeah. right. Well, hey, you're lucky, my friend, because I think we're going to get to talk about your balls for at least a minute oh, right good.
1: now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, hey, good. Just yeah, good. yeah. Thankfully, our new friends at Manscaped. <laughs> The global leaders in Below the Waist Grooming uh, are sponsoring this podcast and they have just the thing to keep your weeds properly whacked. It
0: is the Ultra Smooth Package, okay? A specialized groin shaving kit to help you buff, shave, and protect your nether regions. You know, it's a sensitive subject to talk about, but it's the most important decision you could make today.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen. Mostly gentlemen. Uh, Direct your attention to manscaped.com and use the code SUNNY for 20% plus free shipping on the Lawnmower 4.0. Yes. Brand new ultra smooth package. Don't you want to be smooth? Do you want to be a bear or do you want to be an otter?
2: I want to be an otter. I want to. Be, I don't want to be a seal. I don't want to be skin. I mm-hmm. want to be
0: trimmed, mm-hmm. ah. which I think is fair.
2: So, but okay. well, you're oh, going to have the
0: chance to get that good ball shine with the ultra smooth package. You know, that's that's if you're into that package. If you want ultra smooth, you can get it down there, and then you can use the crop exfoliator all over.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So But let me ask you something: Are you guys shaving your your actual ball sack or just the top?
1: Yeah, I get. I get. You get all. all of it. I get it all, yeah. Yeah, because there's some sometimes there's errant hairs from Yeah, you don't want yeah, you don't want that situation down there. Well, there's a lot of moving
0: pieces down there, you know, but that crop exfoliator can help soothe, clear, and and just and keep your your groin skin refreshed.
1: You know what it's actually great at is reducing ingrown hairs. Is that right? Oh yeah, that's not where you want an
0: ingrown hair. No 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 you don't want hair growing into your balls. No, you want the hair to grow out and out only, and then you want to take it off. Uh, with a manscaper Yes, you want and to remove all of the hair
2: finally, boys, it's shaving time The crop shaver has three precision blades With extra-wide lubricating strips And a pivoting head So no man gets left behind Okay. When you hang Dong
0: Alright, you get 20% off plus free shipping With the code SUNNY at manscaped.com That's 20% off plus free shipping With the code SUNNY at manscaped.com
1: And say hello to your new sweet D you being Bob
2: Dylan and oh, yeah. singing those lyrics <laughs> yeah. which that okay so as and maybe i'm maybe i'm misremembering if if i am please please correct me the whole idea of the nightman creeping into your house mm-hmm. coming inside you and you becoming him <laughs> not only were you making all of those lyrics up at the time but just the concept of that happening that was not done in the writer's room. That happened live. There was that a is, camera pointed at you and true. you were just riffing. Yep. But so not only was that really funny and incredible to come up with in the moment like that, but then we took that lore that you created yeah, in that made song a whole, and made a whole musical. Musical out about of it. it. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, that was, I remember we just kind of the cameras roll. And I had the
1: keyboard. It was like, no, okay. No, you, specific, you specifically requested. You were like, let's do, let me just do a couple where just, just let the cameras roll and let me do my thing and uh-huh. let's just see what happens. Let's just see what happens. And one of those takes was he, that. Yeah.
0: I remember that was like first time Adam Scalina, our cameraman who we've had since season one, was
1: like laughing, shaking. I laughing had the back out of the frame. I fucked yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. You guys, yeah. I remember we had to cut around your laughter because it's internal. really dumb it's and really so funny.
0: funny. It's so stupid, but yeah. so funny. But yeah.
2: so funny, yeah. in the way that you were you were free flowing and rhyming it all the way through was. There was no way you had thought about that. No. <laughs> before you step up on that stage. That are, I I don't know. Had you? I, I mean, don't sharing I each other know. like loving brothers. No, no, way. no. no, and no we, I, don't, and, I don't think so. And that shot of Dan. <laughs> Danny of Frank at the end, which like just ends, ends <laughs> yeah, the scene. It's yeah. so, yeah, so
0: funny.
1: Yeah, that look
0: on his face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I that was a ton of it. fun. I, I mean, my, that was one of the, the well, that, like what a great thing we were getting to do, right? Like mm-hmm. we we made the show and we sort of were finding our feet and then we would create these scenarios for ourselves to be like, okay, here's a scenario. Here's a funny situation. We know this is going to be lyrics gone wrong and go free and and to allow ourselves the freedom for each one of our characters or performers to come on the show to be like, all right, let's just, I don't know, turn your brain off and let it rip. And we've gotten so much good stuff out of mm-hmm. doing that. Oh, yeah, you know? just letting it
1: rip. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I well, people ask us still all the time, like, how much of the show is improv? And I'm like, it's not really improv as much as it is, like, a lot of ad-libbing and stuff, but there are certainly moments of improv. And it's one of the benefits, like, I, you know, for people who are not in the film and television business, they may not realize, like, most things... I mean, like if you're doing a play, you're doing Tennessee Williams, you don't change the those words. Like they're yeah. they're they're perfect and they are the way they are and they're sacred in a way. And so, you know, you say them exactly as written. Uh, TV and film, there's usually a little bit more leeway depending on the writer and the director, right? Like if it's Quentin Tarantino, he's probably like, no, say it the way I wrote it. And yeah, he's right. Yeah,
0: the Cohen brothers are Aaron Sorkin Carey, or somebody. Coen you know, brothers, like, right?
1: Yeah. Who who just are like pretty word perfect, right? You gotta be pretty word perfect with those yeah. guys. Although it's hard to believe that Jeff bridge's performance in big lebowski there weren't some moments where he wasn't riffing i've a heard little bit. talk
0: about it and they're like no it's all all scripted out oh, to, the, to the um and morning. the ah. Uh.
1: That's, that's just that just shows you how incredible the coen brothers are and how incredible jeff bridges was that, that it sounds that is that it sounds like you know ad Libby and improvised and but
0: john goodman I mean, in that, yeah, that movie, is so like unreal, like where he's about to blow up and then he and catches then, himself like many and then, times.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but like, uh, it's one of the privileges of getting to do this show is that because we write it and we are the creators, we don't have to, you know, usually with another show, like I would go, out of respect for the writer or the, or the showrunner, I would go and I would say, hey, I'm, I'm thinking of like messing with this a little bit. Like, can we do one where I just kind of like riff a little bit, you know, and I would Mm -hmm. do that on AP Bio all the time. And we eventually got to the point where Mike would just kind of let me, you know, do my thing sometimes. But What's what's AP Bio? That's a uh, show that I did on NBC for two years and then on Peacock for two years. Four years? Yeah, we did four seasons.
0: Sounds cool. Depending on the movie, depending on the style of comedy, sometimes you can just open it up and sometimes you can't. For our show, it really worked well to act it, in a similar style to how we shoot it, right? In the Coen brothers, it's very structured shots, you know, almost um uh, Hitchcock-esque in terms of like, these are very stylized. The camera's not, well, earlier movies, the camera's moving around a bunch, but um, with us, it's cross-covered. Things are dirty. They're shot over the shoulder. The characters seem connected. It's loose. And you want the comedy to be spontaneous and loose and it creates a really good illusion of reality. You think, kind of really believe these are real people. This yeah. is how they talk, and, and that you're sitting in the room with them.
2: Yeah, right. Where uh, where um, this show on Apple that we do called Mythic Quest? Mister Mythic
1: Quest. N- yeah, it's a so show. You're saying Mister with a lisp. <laughs> <laughs> Mister, <laughs> Mister, M- Mister,
0: Mister Quest. <laughs> That's the show. Mr. <laughs> <After> quest.
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we have quest. these very composed sort of cinematic shots every yes. once in a while. And what you realize is people... Ad libbing or improv-ing in those shots doesn't work for a number of reasons. And sometimes it's subconscious where you you can kind of feel that they're making it up. But oh, like the it's shot
1: a, like the shot's clean, but the dialogue's messy yes, and it doesn't work. But
2: when we go to say Steady Cam or what we do on Sunny, which is handheld and kind uh-huh. of rocky and shaky, then it feels like, Oh, I'm a fly on the wall. I'm not watching a cinematic piece. I'm sitting in the room with those people. Mm-hmm. And then it works. I don't know. I don't know if it's a conscious thing or a subconscious thing.
1: Well I do know that I do know that when we first created Sunny one of the things that we were pretty adamant about was cross-covering right I mean it was very inspired by by the by the British office and by Curb Your Enthusiasm I was convinced that I was like on Curb I mean they're improvising they've got to be shooting five cameras at the same time I still don't to this day really know how they shoot it but you know so that was always the idea from the beginning it was like okay this is going to be scripted but I just I want it to feel like the actors don't even know what they're going to say next. Mm-hmm. I wanted I just wanted it to feel really spontaneous. I wanted it to feel improvised even if it wasn't. Um and, you know, hence the the cross coverage and the bad eye lines and the shitty cameras and
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, but uh the benefit of that was that we got to you know, do something a little different. I mean, you know, some people say the the show is just us yelling over each other and they're not totally wrong. They're not wrong. totally
2: wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that first scene, that opening scene. Anytime in the early Years when you had all five of us in a room at the same time, we're just talking over each other, filling in each other's lines, filling in the gaps of, there's no silence. No, no, God forbid. We got better at that. God forbid. Yeah, but that, but the scene, I think, I think so. (laughs) The scene uh, between the two of you, when you find the song, Mm -hmm. that was clearly covered by at least two cameras Mm -hmm. or or Mm -hmm. maybe three. I because think there's that. there's like kismet that happens where you find the clap you you were you get yes. into the beat and then you find the clap at the exact right time yeah which was and i remember it being so satisfying at the time uh-huh. satisfying in the edit and then now it's been 50 12 13 years since i've seen it again it's still satisfying
1: it all feels ve- it all feels weirdly real i mean clearly it isn't cuz it's so heightened and so strange you know <laughs> although I, I bet most people would think that that song that you made up on the spot was 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 also not not improvised, but it it was, which is just crazy.
0: I also think going back to the improv thing for one second, like you know, we we never improv. Like I think improv, the idea of improv is like an audience full of people, and someone says, uh, "Here's uh, a situation: peanut butter, jelly, yeah. and taxes," and then they go up on stage and they create a situation about peanut butter and jelly and taxes, mm-hmm. like. That's never what we're doing. we have we not only do we know the scene, we know what our characters want within the scene,
1: yeah, we have
0: it perfectly scripted to the point where there's no improv necessary by perfectly. I mean, like in our minds, you know that this is good enough. We don't want to be in a situation where we have to improv. And even if I'm doing a song like that, I'm sure i've i've I have a few ideas going into the scene about what's going to be funny, yeah. It's not so incredibly spontaneous. I mean, not to take away from some good improv, but like it's you really, have some touch points that it's you structured hit. improv. It's yeah. like I don't know. It's like we really have a sense of what we want, and then we open it up and say, "Well, what's the funniest way to get what we want."
1: But again, think about what a privilege it is to to, to do that. And and I know that like we have all the been time on...
0: to do it because we shot in a way yeah. that's so fast and furious. You know, you haven't had a, a two-hour lighting setup because you have a crazy dolly move, you know, like, like here's the cameras, go.
1: Can you talk about that? So well, on on Horrible Bosses, say, for instance, right? Uh-huh. Where clearly you guys were riffing and having fun and all that kind of stuff. And it's a very mm-hmm. different shooting environment where you probably weren't cross-covering a lot, maybe occasionally, I don't know. I mean, but when you've got, like, I I don't, I mean, again, with my, my Peacock show, my very successful four-season Peacock show, AP Bio, you know, we would shoot one side at a time. Uh, it's okay. I'll I'll send you the I'll send you a link. AP Bio. That's such a weird title. Advanced. Horrible bosses. I know. I mean, yeah, that was a. It was a huge hit. That was, that was a big um, hit. Thanks, man. That was a big hit. Yeah. The second <laughs> yeah, yeah. one. Yeah. Second one. fine. fine.
0: By today's standards.
1: The money sad. was right yeah, though. Yeah. Um, no, Actually, I, I
0: enjoyed the second one. I did too. No, <laughs> no, I did say, sure, Yeah. yeah. No, I, Amen. Okay.
1: Anyway, um, uh, you know where you're shooting one side at a time. Yeah. And then you you know you're shooting one side of a conversation, yeah. And you're riffing, you're improvising, right? And then you've got to stop,
0: yeah.
1: Turn everything around, which takes twenty to thirty minutes to turn all the lights around. Come back on the other guy. Then you hope you hope you've got a really good script coordinator mm-hmm. uh, or who's script supervisor who's written down
0: a funny improv who's written that, down some so of the you better remember improvs remember redo it.
1: Because then you got to do it on the other side. It's much tougher to do it that
0: way. Yeah, I think with horrible bosses, if I remember correctly, we did a lot of three shots, you know, and yeah. two shots where all three of us were in the frame. Yes, or it would be like you know we're getting interrogated by a police officer. The police officer says the same thing every yeah. time. But and, you guys, and are we all... open up our end a little bit. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Um, I think they did a good job of of where to let let us dirty up the dialogue and, and where to keep it clean. But yeah, yeah it's much tougher because I'd done a movie, the first feature movie I got to do was Going the Distance. Mm-hmm. And that was my first time on a set where uh, where we were doing that, where we would improv a ton, you know, me and Sidakis and Justin Long. And then we would have to remember what we did to turn around to try to-
1: Yeah, because we don't do that on sunny. No. That's... We just shoot it all at once. And, and, and if we improvise something- you know we'll we'll usually build on it or do something different the next time but either way you know if you and I are improvising something we're both on camera at the same time so when you get in the edit you get to cut together a scene with all the actors in it Yeah. you don't you're not you know what I mean you're not like trying to piece together as i mean we do piece things together but you you don't have to do it as much on our show
0: on on uh, Mr Quest um Mr Mr Mr, Mr. Quest, Mr. Um, Quest do you uh, yeah, how are you balancing that when you when because obviously you're shooting it in much yeah. more like a movie, uh, and here's a complete uh, this is an admission that I have nothing to do with it. I've said it before. Um, uh, you have every I, we've established this. You have everything to do
2: it. Yeah. You, you've created the characters that launched them.
0: Then I walked show. away, and then you guys have been doing it. Yeah. Um, but uh, how are you balancing that? Uh, sort of like I'm sure you're letting horns be riff and cut yes. loose. So then when he comes up with something great, and you've shot one side. Or you have your uh, script script coordinator writing down the improvs, and then we do. But because um,
2: because David has so much experience, I have so much experience. It, we all in this room have so much experience. You kind of remember which, yeah. what works and what doesn't. Yes. But sometimes we'll say, "Okay, re- remember to get this." We do. We do have certain scenes that we realize we have to cross cover because the improv is important, and then we have actually we have other actors too. <laughs> who aren't as necessarily comfortable and it doesn't mean they're not great it's just not they're fantastic on the show they just they just would rather stick to the script yeah and if you throw out something they're happy to say it but they're it's not their first instinct to do so here's
0: an interesting thing Mm -hmm. how do online comments affect you guys personally uh
1: i i love i i look i think I have no problem. Like I'm not one of those people who's like, no, I don't know. I don't ever read reviews of sure. stuff that I do. You know, some 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 actors are just like, I, I can't read that stuff. It's too toxic or whatever. Uh, whether it's good or bad, um, I I'm not that way. I it's like I weirdly want the feedback. I like the feedback. Okay. I now look. I What if someone admit, if
0: someone said something and got
1: on your skin, to sit with you for a few days, or like, no, well, no, no. It'll sit, it will sit with. with uh, it could sit with me for a couple minutes, but then it's gone, you know? Mm. Now, I will admit, however, if if after we did an episode, after an episode of Sonny aired or whatever, and I, if I went on Twitter and the vast majority of the comments were negative, Sure, uh, that, that would, that's gonna mess That anybody, would fuck yeah. with me. Yeah. That would fuck with me. But, you know, most of them are really good. And then there's the occasional, you know, somebody like, man, your show has not been good since season six, you know? Mm-hmm. You're just like, Thanks for the feedback, man, (laughs) appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. what about you,
0: Rob? You seem unfazed by these kind of things.
2: Um, No, I think I'm actively unfazed, meaning like I'm doing work- It's a practice. It's a practice. Yeah, 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 I would, same, same. Yeah, yeah, it never feels good to have somebody criticize you in some way, but I think you just look at who it is that's doing so. So if you were to come in and say, hey, I don't think what you're doing is good, I would listen to that because, I value your opinion, Uh, but if it's just some, uh, sorry, I meant both of you. But I was looking at (laughs) you. You looked directly
0: at me. I was unconsciously ignored. He he
2: asked the question. He asked the question. Okay, Okay. all right. right. But if both of you guys, because this is what we do all the time, if you came to me and said, "Hey, we." It's either see this creatively or your behavior or whatever it might be, or mm. we have a professional issue with you, which we've navigated over the years, uh, then I take that very seriously because I value your opinions. Um, but if I look on Twitter and it's just some rando dickhead who wants to chime in, I don't give a flying fuck. Yeah. But yeah. Mostly because I just simply don't, I don't know who they are, yeah. so I don't value their opinion. Right, yeah. And then if, in terms of criticism, the only time I get, because I do read reviews for new things that come out, I haven't read a sunny review in forever. But, but I, but I do re- read reviews. Say for Mister Quest, and uh, the only time, which are all very good, the the only time I get upset is when I feel that they're lazy, mm-hmm. that they're that they're not understanding yeah. what it is we're trying to do because they they're stupid mm-hmm. and lazy. And sometimes we'll get criticism where I bring it to Megan and David, and I say I think they're right. But this is somebody who's taking the time to actually look and try to understand what we're doing. They have an opinion about it. And then, regardless of what their opinion might be, if, if, they point out that oh i believe the show was going for this and they failed and here's why mm-hmm. and they're right from my perspective i'll bring it to them sure. and say hey i think we can be better i think that's
1: valuable Yeah. well any any feedback that allows you to make something better is 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 valuable yeah um, and that's different from trolling which is just very different yeah. yeah very different um uh you know i i i've often been frustrated and we've talked about this you know off camera many times but uh by reviews of sunny even positive reviews of Sonny, where they talk about the show in a way that makes it sound unappealing to people who might be turned, you know, they're like, they're like, and these guys are so funny. And they 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 cross the line and it's yeah. so gross and they're disgusting. And, you know, they're perverts and mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. And it's like, if you don't know the show and you're reading that review, mm-hmm. you're gonna go. Totally. This is not my type of, so Somebody, if you, just, if yeah, somebody just
2: sent me an article yesterday yeah. that we were on a top 10 list of I There were two shows that I am a part of that were on a top 10 best office comedies of all time. Sonny was one of them and Mythic Quest was one of them. This is said of all time. The Mythic Quest re- piece started the, like this. We're like number five in the list. Mythic Quest isn't for everyone.
1: Yeah. That was nice. the first thing. Great start. It, it God damn, like, yeah, it's a good
2: damn, man. And I'm like, wait wait. A and this is a you positive just, review. Oh, it's a positive review. Yeah. But you're saying it's almost like you're hedging. Yeah. Like the person that wrote it is saying, Mm -hmm. I believe that this is a great show, but you might not. And I wanna make sure that I have a healthy distance by saying, well, it's not for everybody. I warned you, I warned you. Now here's my opinion, fuck off. It's like the comments
0: and the reviews, if they hit something that you have a personal insecurity about, uh, then it stings right like I think for me if it's like something about my voice or whatever or like your looks or whatever like that's that shit you're like ah oh, fuck ouch why did I read that you know um the other side of it is like fuck you this is why I sound like and I'm aging what do you want you know like but it's it's hard to like build that up when it's about the work yeah that I don't know it all
1: sucks fuck everybody <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, heard well, the, you heard it here folks
1: <laughs> fuck everybody
0: We'd like you to know that today's episode is brought to you by Helix Sleep. Ah, Helix Sleep makes some of the absolute best, most comfortable mattresses out there, and they come to you right in a box. And I know what you're thinking. How good can a mattress out of a box be uh, pretty freaking good?
1: Okay, well, listen, guys, sleep is very, very important to me personally, um, especially considering that uh, I actually struggle with sleep. So I'm very happy. Uh, to have a, a brand new Helix mattress to sleep on and that they gave it to me for free because that's cool. Yeah, but they won't give it to them for oh, free. Oh, sorry, so. that, they, that I paid for. Yeah. And sleep on.
2: <laughs> Helix has an online quiz that matches your body type and sleep style to the perfect mattress for you. Well, I know for me, I sleep, uh, I run hot. You run yeah. hot. I run a little hot, and- helix mattresses are very specifically designed to account for people like me that's right yeah i've
0: had my helix mattress for about a week and i gotta say i love it you know what else was awesome the mm. unboxing of it
1: you oh you enjoyed you the enjoy actual the unboxing? process
0: yes that's an important criteria for me in any mattress and you know it's soft enough but it's also firm enough
2: helix yes. is offering up to 200 dollars off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners
1: at helixsleep.com slash Sunny. That's right, guys. Go get yourselves the number one best overall mattress of 2021 from GQ. Oh, yeah. GQ said that, okay? And Wired Magazine and the mattress many leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine use as their go to. We're talking about a a super fantastic mattress situation.
0: Who's not going to want that? (laughs) Yeah. To what degree can you say the wrong thing? now
1: like how to what f- degree yeah I think it depends on probably who you are and what that thing mm-hmm. is but and uh, what you said
2: and what your intention was what your intention was I think that does matter it, it does it, 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 sometimes it doesn't matter in the immediate in the immediacy reaction to something but then
0: well, right you can over over time, walk up and smack someone in the face and yell at them but if you do it at the Oscars yeah it's gonna you're gonna have some blowback if you do it at the after party you're probably
1: probably gonna be fine <laughs> He should have waited till the after party is what you're saying. Of course.
2: I think w- the audience recognizes what we're doing, who we are and what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the television show. I don't think we've done or said anything here today.
0: No, I think in this day and age, more than ever, you know, you're you're you have a lot more coming at you and a lot more to sort of dance around and think about. But to some extent, you also have to just kind of press on. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I worry for our kids like growing up in a social media world. Like I like I like Yeah. You know, obviously our children aren't famous people, but you're famous within your school, right? Mm-hmm. You're famous within your mm-hmm. circle like sure. you're, you know, Mikey of of the three mics in 4th mm-hmm. grade or whatever like. Yeah. And you know, the group of kids like tweeting or Anything goes around. Mikey shit his pants, and it, and uh-huh. then it gets like uh-huh. posted, and it goes around like these. How do, how are people navigating it?
1: Well,
2: that's... well, in the same way, I mean, at least the way we're navigating it is, would be in a, a similar way, just on a larger scale. But it's the same thing, which is creating an armor essentially that that is impenetrable, but not, not able to.
0: It, yeah, but it's... I don't want to walk through my life with an impenetrable armor, okay. right? Like then that's okay, that's but... like some.
2: Crazy shit. Well, that, I don't mean it from like a, like a sociopathic way because, um, you know, like sociopaths walk around and they have an impenetrable armor that you can't actually get to them because they don't feel anything. I mean more about your own value, meaning that you have mm-hmm. a sense of self and who you are and what your value is to yourself and how much you love yourself. And there's nothing that can penetrate that. Now that's active work. That's not something you just feel. It's yeah. something you're constantly reminding yourself of. And I think that's fair. And I think from there, you can allow people in into your heart through that armor if you so, if you so choose to. But if they try to come at you and you don't want them, that's what the armor's for.
1: I think, yeah. Look, I mean, I, I think it comes from your parents. But for the most part, it comes from you know having parental support I I really do believe. I mean, I I know that's what it is for me. You know, any time I've ever you know come up against um, uh, sort of like a "you're not good at this" or "you can't do this" thing, you know, I I personally believe that you know my parents' belief in me and their unconditional love. Mm
2: -hmm. um, But ultimately, don't you believe that what that created in you is not a need? for parental love cuz oftentimes that's what can happen right. where it you're still looking for external val- validation which we all are to a certain extent sure. but but it will hit a wall where it you can't you can no longer look look to that you have to look inside that's right right and but but because you have that and you yeah. felt safe at an early age yeah. you started to create that that s- self-worth yeah. that you take
1: well it's almost like you 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 ultimately you can go out into the world and be brave and make mistakes and screw up and not do things right much more easily if you know that there's a place where you can go back to if you had to, where you are loved and accepted for who you are. Yes. Um, If you don't have that love and acceptance anywhere, um, I think it's extraordinarily difficult because it's hard to go out into the world and take risks without being- I feel that way about you guys.
2: I feel that way about this show. So I feel so confident about going out and doing whatever it is that I do, Mr. Quest or a movie or another TV show or a, a business, whatever it might be. What movie? Because I know.
0: <laughs> you a movie without a spin? It's, it's no, a theoretical I just, movie. When has
2: he ever done a movie? I, I haven't. And I don't plan to in the future. But the point is that if I were <laughs> to, very I, wouldn't, frustrating to me. I wouldn't be afraid. I'm not, a fr- I'm not as afraid to fail because I know I have a home that yeah. I can come back to yeah. and that you guys love me unconditionally, but you put me in check, right? There's boundaries and there's discipline to our relationship. But at the end of the day, I know you love me. I know you value me. And because of that, I can go out and do other things. And if they fail, I go, fuck it, I got my guys.
0: Yeah,
1: no, you're right. I feel that way too. I absolutely feel There's that
0: way. a There's a great film called, um, oh shit. I think it's called The Great Beauty. It's an Italian movie. Uh, I think it won Best Foreign Film a few years ago. Um,
1: oh, you told me about this movie. Yeah, uh
0: I never saw it. Uh, uh, spoiler here. This is a spoiler. So plug your ears if you plan to watch Italian films. Uh, which I think most of our fans are. not <laughs> But there's this old like nun character, and uh, she looks like hundred and seventy. I mean, I don't know, it's probably makeup, but she looks very old. She's only got a couple teeth, and she's always like eating roots. And uh there's some, you know, some character says, oh, she always eats roots. And then at the end of the movie, the guy says to the nun, he's like, you know, he's like, sister, why are you always eating roots? And she turns and she looks at him and she goes, I don't speak Italian, but so they're like, Para roots es importante, you know, because roots are important. Uh, and it's a really powerful moment in the film where you're like, oh yeah, fuck, if you're not rooted in something, then yeah, then uh, all the comments... And all the all the noise, all the fucking noise, the fucking mower outside, whatever it is, it all comes at you. Mm-hmm. you. Need to be grounded and rooted in something, which I also appreciate. That I feel like I've gotten from you guys and this this show.
1: You know where it doesn't come from? Where eating root vegetables? <laughs> Roots, yeah, they're yeah, nasty. That's a yeah. Um, uh, well, guys, I'm almost it. out of coffee, yeah, we've done it. and uh, go I'm work. sure that everyone is yeah, out of patience. So yeah, we, why we, don't we wrap this up? We talked heavy.